0: Everything Renewed podcast. This is Wes Morgan. Listen, everyday people operate under habits and mindsets that prevent growth. This podcast is here to address those habits and mindsets and dismantle negative stigmas. We truly believe that if you start with the mind, everything can be renewed. Let's go. It's another day for your mind to be renewed. My name is Wes Morgan and thank you uh for joining in to our listening audience. I am back as you can as you can see you know, or hear, should I say, um, my voice is a little rocky, so been trying to take some time and get myself together, but I appreciate you all being patient with me um as I get things together and that's we are soon to wrap up season two um and just a reminder we are talking about stories i'm interviewing powerful people in which i personally believe your lives can be literally changed by listening to their stories and today um Man, I, I, I'm excited today as always, uh, but this one is a little special uh, for me. I uh, once again I have one of my brothers with me um, to share a little insight. I believe for fathers, we just recently uh, a few weeks ago celebrated Father's Day, and to me is is one of the least celebrated holidays uh, that we give attention to. But uh, my brother Baxter Hall is here with me today, and he he he's going to talk a little bit about his book, but I want to officially welcome him to the podcast he's a um a wonderful man of God he's a a new author uh an insurance and sales uh professional and public speaker he also is the host of the award winning Baxter Buzz podcast so and you can check that out all of that stuff will be in the show notes but Baxter welcome to the show man
1: Oh man, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you, my brother. Thank you, my brother. Happy Father's Day. Happy, happy belated Father's Day. We gotta we gotta do something about that.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah. They, like I said, the least celebrated day. <laughs> we don't get no commercials. We 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 get encouragement to, to do work. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we get. We get some gloves and tools to fit some stuff like that. Right. Right, But, uh, but man, I, I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to be with me. Um, I start every podcast off with a random question here that I have not prepped you for. So what's one thing you would like to see change right now in our world? Wow. Wow. Um,
1: <clears throat> one thing I think about a lot is just the, the children man. children here in the United States, children across the world that don't have, they don't, you know, don't have food, shelter, mm. you know, you know, when I, and I think about and my prayers, you know, it's always for, for those that, that don't have as much. Right. And so if I, I guess if I could change anything, I would really, you know, provide some shelter and some food and you know, comfort to these, to these young children across the world that, that, you know, and it's some bad, bad situations here in the States, but of course there's some, you know, some some different type of scenarios across uh, uh, across the world. So that'd be my answer.
0: Hmm. That your answer is really a reflection of who you are um, as an individual. I don't think there has been a time in which I have known you in all. I was I was about to say all forty one years, but we didn't know each other uh, <laughs> when we was born. But since <laughs> pretty much since like kindergarten, first grade, and all the way to now. Um, but th- that is a answer that is a reflection of your heart, always a giver, uh, always someone trying to provide insight that really fits who you are. Man, I want to jump right into a conversation. You recently uh, wrote a book um, that I am doing my best and have committed to making sure uh, a couple of new dads, and just dads, period, they don't even have yeah. to be new dads, just I believe men in general need to get their hands on. Uh, I want to know personally, what, what made you write this book? First of all,
1: thank you for that. And, you know, we talked a little bit um, before we started to record, um, you know, I'm very, very proud of the book. I appreciate your kind words. And, you know, I know uh, there's a couple of moments where you, you know, your allergies is wild in a little bit. You have to yeah, get yeah, some yeah. tissue. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, but I, um, so I, I had a very ambitious goal this year. I wanted to write some, I wanted to write a book. Um, in October of last year, um, guy said, get ready to start speaking, doing, doing some more speaking, you know? And I said, Oh, okay. Uh, I'm like, Oh, what am I gonna talk about? And, um, <laughs> so I, so I started to really think about, okay, uh, I started working on building some presentations, not even knowing wh- what they were going to be for. Mm. And I kept, I kept saying, okay, well, where do I, where do I start? Well, what do I know? And just thinking about the things I've just sort of learned and these corporate streets I've been maneuvering through for 16, 17 years, you know, as a, as a father, just dealing with family and, and all of that. And just kind of lessons that I was kind of, uh, that I've learned on, you know, through my journey. And then, um, as I was trying to put things together, God was like, nope, that's not it. That's not it. And what I realized was, why should people care about what, what lessons I've learned if I don't tell them who I am?
0: Mm. Say that if, again. Say that again.
1: We There's a lot of good advice out here. But if they don't know who I am, who, who am I to sort of pass along? The, these words of wisdom right they're like okay thanks buddy but like but why why does why does it mean anything to you and why does it mean anything to me as a as a person who do, who doesn't know you right and so it when i was put, putting things together it just it never um it never sort of resonated like it was supposed to but so um so me and both of my children our uh, birthdays are all in april so we're all 10 days apart and my daughter so last year i turned 40 10 days later, my daughter turned eight, right? Mm. My mom passed when she was 40. Mm. And I and I was eight. And, and it went once I sort of realized it, I couldn't, un I couldn't unsee it, right? It was like, it was it was something I was really kind of trying to process and get my head around. And it was like this, it was like this wonderful, like, um, I'm like thanking God because my kid is is such a better space than I, you know, that I was and it's hard for them to understand how good they have it. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so that's one part. And then um, the other part was just, man, what, what would happen if I were to be, you know, pass away? What lessons have I left? And I wonder what my mom would have wanted to sort of, tell me if she could right and and so mm-hmm. and and so once once i really t- sort of turned that energy into the right direction i realized okay this has to be a book about this has to be a, a a letter to her a letter to her to give her context of who her dad is but then and then put those lessons inside of that and and make sure that she's the focus of it and and if it if it happens to move and inspire other people um then so be it. and i think and i think it has i think there's enough messages for for everyone but it was really i really tried to make sure that i wasn't thinking too big and i really tried to communicate what i wanted her to 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 learn and embrace in my voice
0: mm. that, that that's very deep uh, even as you're talking I, i'm sitting up here thinking of all the life lessons um, the men in my life have taught me, um, even, even ladies, you know, my mom taught me a lot as well. Um, but just like, sometimes we think I, and I know I'm guilty of this. I thought it was the things as a dad, right. Take my kids to Disney world or buy them the best gift, but we don't value or take time out to value the lessons that we teach our kids. And to, to hear you say, like, you know, what are the things that I'm leaving? What is something I can leave with my daughter? To me, that puts things in per- perspective, but that's a shift in thinking based upon um, your life experience. Can you think back when you were eight on how that made you feel of losing your mom?
1: You know, it was one of those things where it was just all kind of a blur, right? And so at the beginning of the book, so so first of all, so the book is called angelic eights, right? Because of the, this the, the parallel of, uh, of, you know, uh, of the eight, you know, be us being eight. So it's angelic eights, uh, a letter to Zara, but I start the book cause I'm a hip hop baby. We don't, we, we didn't, we didn't do forwards. Maybe my next book, I'll write a for It was an intro and an outro. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I said, I'm a hip hop baby. We're going to start with an intro. We got, you know, the the eight lessons are inside each chapter and then there's an outro And I talk about, you know, going to visit her at the hospital, like after school and just her always having a smile on her face. And um, I I just I knew how important I was to her. And she always put on a a brave face when I would go see her. And, um, you know, those are the types of those are that that's kind of what I remember. It's just obviously I didn't know. I knew something wasn't right, but I didn't realize you know, how uh, bleak the situation was until, until you know, she didn't leave, you know, the hospital and and and, and that. But um, I, I really just think about, it was just a blur, man. It was just a blur. Uh, I missed so much school that I just think about them, them telling me like, if you don't go to school, you're going to failed the third grade <laughs> like, i know you're smart but you gotta you gotta show up right this is ferndale schools you ain't a detroit public schools no more you gotta show up mm. and you know and trying to visit and trying to just figure it all out um yeah just 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 a blur bro just a blur mm. yeah.
0: it, it, it's amazing to me how things always line up i don't I don't always believe in coincidences. I believe in divine timing, divine setups, and and the fact that here it is. You're eight. Your daughter is eight. But when you're eight, you lost something. But now, when your daughter is eight, she's actually gaining something. She's gaining some lessons in that yeah. you're taking time to write down. What what would you say is one of the biggest lessons you have learned as a dad that maybe you didn't even put in a book, but like you know it's a lot of men that are always tune into the podcast what what is one of the um biggest lessons you learned as a dad
1: well you mentioned one as far as just your presence your physical presence right um being more important than like the presence, the gifts mm-hmm. um i i think that's one they just they they want you around they want to see you around there's there's something about our voices, they respond differently when they hear our voices, right, mm. than our wives. Um, and, you know, I just try to to be as, like, honest with them as I can as far as, like, if I don't know an answer, I'm going to just tell them, I don't know. If I, if, you know, if I, if I was out of line, if I was fussing for no reason, or if I, you know... Fussing at the wrong kid, or <laughs> mm-hmm. or they did they I thought if they did something that they didn't do. You know, I'll I'll apologize. So I really just um I really just try to not be perfect. I just try to show them like a real like four dimensional like human that I don't know the answer. Let's figure it out. I'm sorry I made a mistake, and 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 try to let them know they don't have to be perfect either.
0: Mm. Yeah. I I agree with you. A lot of times, you know, um, there's a weight that I always, I, I hint towards it. And again, one day I would do my best to put it on paper. Um, I'm not promising writing no book. That's, mm-mm. but anyway, um, but there's a weight that most men carry that oftentimes we fail at describing. And sometimes even that weight as a father um, in regards to trying to be everything for everyone, especially your kids, you know, you got, you got to be a mechanic, you got to be an engineer. Um, you know, they want their moms to play doctors, but you know, they want you to be the lawyer and then they want you to be the teacher and all of that. And sometimes having, having to go throughout the day, every single day, trying to, um, navigate through these different weights that we carry can be very challenging. Um, Excuse me. As, as men, as we go, <clears throat> excuse me, my voice going out. As we go throughout life um, and trying to na- <clears throat> man, I can't even talk here. <laughs> See, that's that's what I'm saying. But anyway, but as we uh, go throughout go throughout life and trying to navigate, how do I carry this weight? How do I be strong? And one of the things that you're you're saying. I, I completely agree with the biggest lesson is your presence. You know, it's not the gifts. It's not about what car we drive, what expensive trip we went on. Uh, recently we we took our kids to um, Mexico you know, for spring break. And man, like you know, I was doing exactly what them videos be talking about. Listen here, uh when we go on this trip, you know, now I, I went through <laughs> everything and my kids don't have a clue on the level of sacrifice. That it took for me and my wife to make that trip possible. The only thing they know was, we're going to, oh, we had to find a plane. Oh, we got 24 hour room service. And when Damn. am I going swimming? And their demands never stop. And, and so, one thing I appreciate about your book is that these are tangible lessons for not only both the child, but in your case, your daughter, but even my children can read your book and be like, wow. And then at the same time, for the parent, you know, we can read and be like, you know, put things into perspectives. So what message, uh, which do you believe you would like to send to young fathers out here? And I say young for a reason, because sometimes us dads who think we've been around for a while, we think we know everything. But uh, but for the young fathers, yeah. for the person who just became a dad, what what's the message you would like to leave with them?
1: Yeah. So when you talk about the, the I think the book. So. What I'm working on now is a presentation um, a, sort of around a of book, a business presentation, because these eight lessons can be applied to to business leaders as well. Um, aspiring leaders, um, current leaders. Um, I think that these lessons are, are universal in that way. And it's crazy. Some of the lessons I was writing, I, I was like b- learning them again, uh, used to them as I was writing them because of just things that were happening. So, you know, I think if you, you know, from nine months to 99, you know, I think that that people can, can um, learn something from and take away something from it. But um, for young fathers, uh, and again, fathers in general, we do hope we do Uh, we, we're trying to like, it's like in basketball, it's like, ain't no four-pointers. All right. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's, you know, but sometimes we feel like we have to make up for lost time. Maybe maybe we're working too, too much and we feel guilty. Now we want to do everything at one time, Mm. or we feel the pressure of like what, maybe what we didn't have, um, growing up. And for you, for you, yeah, I don't want to speak for you, but I know, you know, how highly you regard your pops. You may just feel the pressure to like just live up to the standard and the the bar that he set, right? So everybody's carry, and then not not to mention like being a black father. There's a certain amount of pressure. There's just a number of things we can sort of carry the responsibility that we feel uh, to our to to you know to our families, but we don't have to carry all that. Mm. We just need to just be just to genuinely like do our best and understand like we have to live the way that we would tell them to live. We're not going to tell them, Hey man, you got to be perfect. You got, Hey, no mistakes. We're going to say, Hey, mistakes happen. Um, It's okay. If you fall, get back up. But if we're not displaying that and we're trying to become these like perfect individuals because we don't want them to, then how are they going to learn that it's okay to just be, you know we're all fallible and we we need to embrace sort of how we respond to these adversities not that we don't encounter any
0: mm, yeah you you know what I hear you saying i he, i hear you commenting on uh being vulnerable the ability to be vulnerable at, as a dad like so if you're going to show if you're going to be um you know, an example to your children or to either young fathers, make yourself vulnerable, vulnerable, meaning they see both the good, bad and the ugly. Right. That's because right. I, I think we, we, we live in a society to where um, we're being pressured to put on this persona as though we have it all the time. Right. I, I'm on the grind all the time. I'm in meetings and busyness and all of that stuff. And that's that's um, that's what is expected of us. But really what I'm hearing you saying is they just really need to see who we really are.
1: That's right. Cause how can they learn? How can they embrace who they really are? If they're living up to or trying to live up to some flawless example, like we're setting them up to for failure. Mm. Yeah. Vulnerability for sure, man vulnerability for sure. I think all great leaders have, have it. Um, and we have to be, you know, transparent in those ways and be willing to display that side of
0: us yeah b i want to i want to i want to bring this wrap this up but i I want you to uh have a few moments to really just speak to the father um that's listening here that say hey uh i want to get my hands um on this book and my listening audience know i always give stuff away for free so yes whoever contact me first and know all of that good stuff i'll get this book shipped out to you uh no cost to you only thing it's going to cost you is time to read and educate yourself there's a lot of good lessons in here but going back to maybe the, the the dad or the man who's listening and who is maybe constantly going through a state of failure living in this constant failure or they they're not good enough i want you to Take a few moments to speak to that person uh, who's constantly giving up or looking at other people and just not su- succeeding, and so they might want to quit. What What yeah. would you say to them? Wow. Um, first, I would say what's done. What's
1: done is done. Uh, we we can't we can't rewrite history, but we do any every day that we're blessed to wake up. Um, we have an opportunity to sort of make a new impact and 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 you know each day we have to sort of treat as its own sort of um opportunity mm. we can we can um learn from our past but we can't change our past and we can't let's you know we get we get caught up sometimes looking too far out and we don't we don't embrace the day and the the what's in what's in front of us. And I feel like, you know, a lot of times, you know, I have a cousin, the cousin might, he uh he'll text and just say, hey man, win today.
0: Mm.
1: Win today, bro. Like uh what I've learned um is that your my your best today may may, may not be your best tomorrow. Look, today I've been up since four o'clock in the morning. I ain't been sleeping very well. Okay. Mm. So um uh, Maybe my best tomorrow when I, when I get a few more hours of sleep, it probably, I probably have a higher ceiling tomorrow. Mm. And so we just got to make the best of each day and, and and really try to stay in the moment and, and, um, you know, I talk about about this. We have to run our own. That's the old folks say, right? Run our own. Run your own race. We can't worry about. You know, we got we got this. We're talking about the patio. We got you know uh, my wife got all these different flowers, and they have these perennials, and then we have these, you know, um, annuals, right? And and some of them come up first. You know, first part of the summer. Some of them come up in the fall. They're not worried about what the other ones are doing. They, they, they got their own process that they need to make. They, you can't be looking up like, oh, look at them roses." Mm. You know what I mean? Like that's crazy. We, we all have to just stay in our lanes. Find, you know, I always say on my podcast, like, "Embrace your frequency." But I'll say this, um, you know, find your lane and just burn rubber in it. You know, mm. and and. Um, you know, sometimes you got to put those blinders on and not worry about what other folks are doing because it'll distract you from sort of your goal and your mission. So define what success is. And it's it's truly one step at a time. And if you keep putting one foot in front of the other, you're going to make some progress. You're going to make some progress. And it, it doesn't have to be fast. It just, you just have to have a consistent sort of effort and you'll get there.
0: You'll get mm. there. My favorite word, is process everything in life has a process to it and that's what i'm hearing you saying so to that man uh you know in or woman whoever's listening that is really having a hard time focusing or having a hard time just winning uh as bastard just said just win today start with one day and understand that everything is a process uh Bastard, it, it's been it's been a good time, man, having you on the podcast. How can our listening audience find you? What uh you got this wonderful podcast? Get, give give us some little uh, some insight on how to reach you and subscribe yeah. to you and all that.
1: Yeah, of course. So um my podcast, it's a uh, uh I have a YouTube channel and also just you know, wherever you subscribe to your your audio podcast it's Baxter's buzz um is the name of the podcast um uh you know I'm I have a pretty I'm pretty consistent on linkedin as well people can look, look me up baxter eha um my website BaxterEHall.com um will be will be available really soon as well where you can kind of you know Keep up to date on me, you know, with my with my blog, with the podcast, and everything else that I have going on. So, yeah, I'm, okay. um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here, there, a little bit everywhere.
0: Okay. Well, I, I I appreciate you taking out your time and again, listening audience. If you want a copy of this book, um, the first person to get uh, make to it two. I, to
1: I, I'll, I'll send you another one, Wes. So the, the first two people,
0: first two people to reach out. Um, I will definitely get that, um, these the copy of the book into your hands. And um, I, I appreciate your time, Bastard, uh, for just coming and dropping some nuggets, man. I think I one thing that really stood out for me for the conversation, and it's also just included in your book, it, it's really a charge. Like, what are you leaving in this earth? And especially if you have kids, not only just what you are putting into your kids, but what 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 are you leaving here and you left a legacy within these eight lessons and man I, i'm grateful for them i got my i got my copy i'm gonna let my kids read it um and also me and my wife and we unpack it so uh, but until next time listening audience we i will be coming back uh again with uh another story that i believe you will be uh blessed by so until next time um be blessed be renewed stay fresh and uh, see you next time hey thanks for listening to the everything renewed podcast I hope you heard something that was helpful and that you can relate to do me a favor like share and subscribe to the show remember start with the mind and everything can be renewed until next time stay fresh stay cool and stay renewed